Hello and welcome to the Eagle Creek Church Podcast. This is episode zero, and today we're going to get to hear a conversation I got to have with our lead pastor, Matt Harris. He's going to talk a little bit about the why behind this podcast and just kind of his take on ministry and the state and culture that we're in right now. Hope you enjoy. For me, I was actually talking about this with Sherry yesterday afternoon after church, and I was like, you know, I really wondered um, six months ago or so, whenever I just felt like in my heart, clearly, I just was like, God is just clearly speaking to me that I I can't hold back. I've got to be straightforward and honest. And I told her, I said, that the word that I keep feeling is like, almost like God is saying, there's a called out church in America today. There's um, a people that are separated from the world and I honestly thought that would be a small group. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, was it the prophet uh, Elijah whenever, you know, he's like, I'm the only one and they're trying to kill me also. And then God says, no, there's 7,000. There's a whole lot more people. And so I'm discovering that as I'm just going straightforward, this is truth. But yet with a heart to say, if someone doesn't get truth, they're not a Christ follower yet. I'd, I'd love to say it in a way that they understand that they under, you know, but but I think there's a lot of people, if they're showing up in church with a spiritual interest in mind, they'd really like for someone to just tell them plainly and clearly and truthfully, this is what it means to be a follower of Christ. This is yeah. a life that's required. These are the things that we believe. And we're not trying to, you know, just make everyone happy or even make them mad. We're not, uh, our goal isn't to make someone feel a certain way. Our goal yeah. is to be honest about what the Word of God says about key things. And I'm learning, instead of you know feeling like, hey, we're the only one out here doing this, that actually that the Lord does have a separated, called-out, remnant church, and it's a lot bigger than we think it is. And even people that aren't Christians yet are leaning in and saying, oh, I need this, I get this, I'm looking for a real faith and a real change. So... It's not just the moral and cultural issues that are going on that I feel like we have to lean hard on. Um, but honestly, I just think there's a lot of Christians that have gotten so much fluff Christianity over the years that they don't actually know the depth of Christianity and what they believe. And it used to be you did things called catechism where kids had to learn from when they were little who God is and the nature of God and what does sin mean and what is heaven and what is hell and angels and demons. And you learn like crazy hard stuff, but kids were learning it. And now we learn how to be nice, accepting, loving, and like, but do you know who God is? Well, I couldn't right. really define that. Do you know about heaven? Well, I can't define heaven, can't define hell very well, but I know how to be nice. And so faith used to be so much richer and deeper than where we've taken it. And so I'm trying to take it back to a, the deep uh, the deep level that faith was meant to be received at. Yeah. And I'm assuming that my hearers are intelligent, thoughtful, searching, open-hearted, authentic people. Right. And I'm just going in with that. And it turns out that that is what a lot of people actually are, and they do want that. So it's been good. It's been cool to see the change and see the church turn with us. And a few people bail, a few people walk out, but generally speaking, far more people jumping in and saying, I'm actually ready for this in my spiritual life. When I'm on a Sunday, a preach, when I'm speaking on a Sunday, I feel like I have sort of this balancing act that I'm walking. I have 
um, people that are brand new to faith or they don't have, they aren't Christians at all and they're trying to understand and they're making an assumption when they walk in the room, Christians are jerks and I'm just waiting for this preacher to get up and say something offensive to me and I'm going to tune him out the moment he does. And then I got a lot of other people that are, I'll just call them red meat Christians. You know, they're the right winger Republicans that they want to shout me down on everything they think is like, a, man, you're hammering culture and you're, you know, and I'm not trying to do it for that reason. And so I'm always balancing, like, I don't want to go so far out on the limb this way that I get a bunch right. of people shouting about stuff that's like being insensitive to a lot of people in the room that really aren't there and are working through and processing it. And so I'm not trying to set up an amen section about that kind of stuff. And then, but I am trying to speak to people as well that are struggling to understand the Christian faith or have been burnt by the Christian faith and be sensitive enough to help them hear the truth, but not in a way that is insensitive to where they are. Um, and anyway, it just feels like a balancing act, and my nature is just gut level, brutally honest, straightforward. And so I hope that people are okay with me probably being a little more gut level. You know, this is how I really feel about this. This yep. is the intensity of the emotion I feel. This is probably the way I would actually say it at home, talking to my wife and kids or with my family. Right. I'd just be direct and straightforward. And maybe uh, I hate to say a little less sensitive to all the people in the room because no one's going to be shouting back at me in uh, you know the studio here as we're talking. I can just say what I want to say and not worry about um, all the responses. Although I you know I do want to be sensitive and explain things yeah. well. Um, it's just a little less guarded format for me to be able to say things that need to be said. For sure. Yeah, and uh, even to speak to the uh, the other side of that again, maybe to speak a little bit more on um, your desire to go deeper and you know really offer um, the deeper side of you know the, coming off the other side of Sunday, right? You've kind of um, you know, you're studying all week and you're preparing a message for Sunday, but now we have opportunity for the things that don't get talked about on Sunday because of having to be cut short because of time, yep. whatever. Um, maybe just talk to, you know, maybe your desire just to go deeper mm -hmm. with people and being able to offer that. Well, one of the really important things with preaching is nearly everything I preach about has like these, these strong, straightforward statements that... If you took that um, on its own, just the way it was said, with no balance points put on it, you could over-respond in a way that was unhealthy relationally towards spiritual life. Because some things, you know, Jesus made very, very strong statements, and you could say, well, Jesus said, uh, you know, hate your mother and father and brother and sister and all that. Well, but he also said to love your neighbor as yourself. And right. if you read through the whole context of Jesus preaching, that hate is really more of a contrast statement than it is literally to hate. It's like, love God so much more. Mm. Well, whenever I'm preaching, there's strong statements, I say, to evoke action, to get people to respond. And they're truthful statements. Mm. But they don't have every balance point that needs to be said because I don't have the time to hit every single balance point. There are key ones that I will and say, but in this situation, you need to respond in this way, in this way, in this way. And honestly, it's nice to be able to just on a Monday be able to say, by the way, you know, there were some balance points that we needed to hit that we didn't hit, or there was 
an extension of truth on this one that I we could have just dug into this one all day long and gone really deep on it, but I had to keep moving for the overall point of the message because it was really the overall point was leaning a direction here. Right. And now on Mondays I get to say, hey, really cool truth that we didn't hit that we get to hit, you know, and we gotta go there. So that'll be fun for me to be able to go into those arenas more too. For sure. Yeah, and um, I mean, anything else that uh, in this you would you would want to give any other wise, any other big thing that you're like, this is why we're doing this. Um, this is a big win, and yes. for what reason? Well, for me, uh, there's there's a very. I've been pastoring the church for 18 years, and you don't pastor a church for 18 years. People you know and you love, and you know their family lives, and you are there for their funerals and there for their weddings and there for their baby dedications without, you know, there's an old pastoral phrase called having a pastoral heart. It means that shepherding, that caring, that these are your flock or these are your family. These are people you genuinely actually want to see win in life. And there's so many things that hit Sherry and I in conversation where we're so concerned for people and so hopeful for people and key issues, um, but it's not what I'm preaching on right then. I'm I'm in Colossians, and the thing that I'm passionate about for our church in some caring aspect of how to parent your kids through a crisis right now, yeah. or how do we respond to what's happening in culture? How do we respond? This morning, there was another shooting in Indiana. And so how do we respond in these moments of crisis and question and pastoring and loving our church through, but it's not what I'm preaching on that week. And I feel like so often I don't get to say everything I wish I could say to our church when they need it, right where they are. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that, once again, it's another aspect of this, getting to speak in the moment to the moment for our church as a shepherd, pastor, someone who really actually cares about what they're going through, um, that's going to be a privilege for me and really take some weight off where I'm just, I carry that, that I didn't get to, and I wish I could have said what I wanted to say, and now I don't have to carry that weight till the next time when it finally is the right sermon series to say that. Right. Um, I get to do that now each Monday, so. Yeah. That's great. Well, yeah, we're all really excited. Um, thank you for taking the time to do this. I know Mondays uh, are a crazy day, mm-hmm. and you know we're coming. We're just coming off a of Sunday, and um, those of us who don't know who don't know, we have a lot of meetings on Monday as a mm-hmm. staff, and um, and so thank you for taking the time to do this. I think it's going to be a great resource um, for our church, um, and so I'm looking forward to people diving into the Word more, people getting more engaged um, mm-hmm. with us online. So uh, thank you for taking the time to do it. Thank you.